Hey everybody, welcome to the Rosie Beams Show. I am, of course, your host, Rosie Beams, the coolest person ever. Um, today, I have a very special guest who is um, a awesome person. From the first couple minutes, I actually got to talk to her a little bit before we actually started recording. Um, so she is from Arizona, and she is... Okay, I'd say you're a gorgeous girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Link Elliot, to the show, everybody. Thanks. Yay. Thank you. I'm super happy to be here. Thanks so much, The Rosie Beam Show. I'm already a fan. Oh, well, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me here today. Um, this is going to be a fun experience. I am... Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, it definitely is. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm glad that you said yes. I uh, actually talked to my best friend about it, and I was like, I'm so pumped. Like, this is great, because this is just one more step in that right direction. So I'm, I'm really happy that you said yes. So thank you. I'm really happy for the opportunity. I hope I don't flub up. Oh, no, you're <laughs> fine. You know what's, gr what's funny is um, that I had been asked, like, how... I like knew you and I was like crazy story my playlist uh, my playlist for my birthday last year got your attention I was like it wow did. that's crazy you and I got to turn 30 together and I was I was searching through Spotify um trying to get into like Leo season you know mm -hmm. um trying to gear up for the big 30 in the midst of a literal pandemic um and I'm like best way to do that music and so I'm looking for all these other 30th, 30th birthday playlists, and I find this one. And it's like days of music. You could listen to it for literally days. And it is just bop after hit, after smash. And I was like, hell, yeah. And it, it was music that I, of course, knew because we are nearly the same age. I turned 30 in July. Right. Um, and I kept listening to this playlist day after day after day. And I'm like, I just, I just, I gotta, I gotta find her. I gotta find her. <laughs> But I'm going to do it through my work Facebook page so I don't look sketchy at all. So so I'm not like a person who chased you down on the internet. Um, I am a semi-famous person who chased you down on the internet. And I'd love to be friends. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's great. You know, it's... it's... Fortunately, you weren't off-put, so thanks. You got it. You got it. You know, it's, it's funny when you're... Like, for me, that was, like, my big thing, you know? Like, I mean, you can celebrate you know people with their 21st birthdays and stuff you're like okay I'm gonna go out and drink you know and I was like 30 I'm like halfway you know to like 60 so like yeah. but like this was a big deal for me you know my my teens my 20s were officially over it's a new chapter a new you know and I'm sure you kind of felt the same way so like when you're making like that kind of a playlist you're like okay you need stuff from the '90s because that's when you're born. So yeah, obviously, and that's the come up music, and that's that's the nostalgia, and that rings through into like your child's soul and exactly. baby needs nurturing. Mm, definitely. So when you're like you're throwing it back to like Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, and Sync, and then you're getting up to like the people that you started growing up with. You know, like me in my younger years, like my early teens. Miley Cyrus came out with Hannah Montana, so you had to add Miley and Hannah on your playlist. You couldn't just have one. 
they're the, the same person is essential right. that that growth that you get to experience there is is super cool yeah and like who doesn't get down to party in the usa mm, i see a lot that was a 2009 smash <laughs> 2009 smash i remember going around six flags when that song would play and i'd be like yes <laughs> be dancing all over the place people be looking at me and i'm just like i don't care and judge me all ages banner i know this super super nice lady like by definition lady older lady party in the usa is her bop and i'm like yes girl go and so always a good seller not when you want to let somebody do karaoke and <laughs> that and justin bieber's baby just don't man you do know the lyrics to that one so that's a plus who doesn't know the lyrics to baby <laughs> i mean come on Whew. my best friend and i were just on the phone the other day and i'm pretty sure i was singing that song to her Ugh. Which yeah. is great until you're like three choruses deep and the crowd's tired of you. <laughs> I also host karaoke on occasion. Um, I do. I host a lot of things. That's um, awesome. So I'm gonna take a trip out to Arizona. Come on out. I, it's uh, it's it's hot. Um, <laughs> so you said I'm from Arizona. I currently reside in Arizona. I am from Oregon. I am a transplant hippie. Oh, <laughs> all right. Dope. I miss the dirt and the trees and I in I, the mountains, uh, but I currently <laughs> reside in Arizona and okay. I currently broadcast in Arizona and it's beautiful here, but the outside is not as welcoming. No. So that's, the, that's the gift I'll give you. Bring sunscreen for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm Irish, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll end up becoming like an, a lobster because yes. I'm so white. Hence yeah, my the driver's reason. license photo, I am a lobster. <laughs> like, Day eight, I'm sad. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, let me just ask you, um, how did you get started in, in what you're doing right now? Radio. Yeah. Um, so, radio is what I, what I currently do now, and it's, um, it's kind of like radio when you think of Frasier, like that show. Love um, that show. Watch that show every are, night. <laughs> but, like, very, like kind of old school you That's know cool. um it's your emergency alert system it's going to work when all of your you know top notch gadgets fail and um it's a big responsibility but i got into radio when i was a teenager i went to a radio station and i offered myself up as an intern and i worked as an unpaid intern which who does this <laughs> um and like there's there's reasons for this I'll, I'll circle back to i'm sure but um i started with an unpaid internship and within three months um i had set up enough things was in control of enough passwords that i was like hey guys sorry gotta get a like a real job with money to pay the bills and they really couldn't afford to lose me so they offered me a job and so that's how i started in radio um i worked promotions and events um in central oregon and it was wonderful and beautiful and 2008 so that company was like hanging on it was post-recession and radio survives literally anything but it doesn't mean it's not tight um and after a year they couldn't afford me anymore and and i moved on um flash forward to five years ago um i was in college i was working on getting my nursing degree and um living in a place where the rental availability was below one percent and the lease was up at the place i was at and i could not find another house and I had recently started a relationship with somebody who was moving to Arizona and Stevie and I had been together pre 
obviously for like a year and a half and we were giving it like a second go. So it's not like I was running away with a stranger, but <laughs> I did, I did move here sight unseen, which was like, you know, maybe not, not my brightest choice, mm-hmm. but has been an adventure, given me tons of opportunities. I have a really cool job. Um, but it's not like I tell every, you know, young unwed mother of two to abscond from your hometown and, uh, move to another state with a, with, with a new person. Uh, but it worked out pretty well for me. So when we were moving here, we had like two or three months where we were still looking for a place there, but also like maybe entertaining the idea of absconding to Arizona. And I cast a pretty wide net. Um, I applied for this radio station and um, I'm also ACMT certified. So I build Macs and operating systems. I worked for Apple Care for a little while. Wow. Um, That's amazing. It was super fun. Um, I love stuff that follows directions. It's the whole thing that and safety they're my jam um, so I, I cast the net uh through the computer side through the non-medical care side um and through radio and the radio station snatched me at first and so I had that chunk of time where I did events promotions um tiny bit of like ad scheduling and I was entertainment news um and like ad voicing but it was still pretty minimal and I was 19 and like hadn't seen a therapist yet so like a lesser developed version of me but when I came here I started um I was going to take a promotions job um and they were promoting somebody internally and they really wanted to give her the chance to like shine in that role and I'm like cool because I can't party all the time because I have like chronic back pain and (laughs) being a promotions person you got to go hard yeah and I was willing to because you move to a new place you're like whatever I'm going to do whatever I have to do right that's what they were hiring for and they bumped me over into a sales assistant position. And my my tiny hippie brain did not mesh well with the grown-ups here. Um, some things that I assumed were um, like basic knowledge, like well, like when you travel away from home ever, um, weren't with other people. And I'm one of those people that you just absolutely adore me or you absolutely do not. And there's nothing I can do personally to go one way or the other. So. Um, things got a little bit tense, um, late 2016, I'd been there about a year and, um, I had gone to put in my notice because it just wasn't a good fit. And the audio side was like, no, actually, how about we just move you to this side of the building because you're a huge waste of talent over here and it doesn't make sense that you're even over there. So let's just pull you over here. Wow. And I started on air, um, because I've done ads and stuff, but that's just part of working in a radio station. If you work in a radio station, your voice is up for grabs and I will make you talk. You want a variety on the radio. And if you don't have a variety or, hey, it's a pandemic and you don't want to bring a bunch of strangers in, <laughs> like the receptionist gets on an ad. That happens. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome, though. That Like, girl, you, you, you're amazing. Like, just wow. All, yeah. That's a lot. That's... That's you awesome. Ever seen the movie Yes Man? Hi. <laughs> I end up in weird places. So next Thursday, I'm accepting a plaque to thank the Arts and Culture Commission. And uh-huh. like I recently quit after I got COVID, I didn't feel well. I wasn't like recovering very well, and I'm like, man, I don't know when I'm gonna be like in a meeting to do this. And so I ended up putting in my notice. And they want to give me a plaque, and I just feel like you shouldn't reward people for quitting, but I appreciate it very much. Mm. So, well, congratulations so. on that. That's awesome. That's so exciting. 
Yeah, that's actually been the theme of living here. Um, right before COVID hit, so October 2019, I received congressional recognition um, from Congressman Paul Grosser. I don't know if you remember him from the TV. He had the sign, Liar, Liar, Pants on Fire, way back in the day. I can't even remember what scandal it was based around, but it was absolutely a hoot to see. Um, <laughs> he didn't come. He sent a representative, and she was... I don't know, fancy? I'm not sure why we had to take a picture with someone. That's one I never really understood. Never. Like, it would be a picture for me, mm -hmm. but that's also your representative. It's not you. And so that picture is immediately devalued because, like, you paid for a picture with The Rock. And when I say you paid, you volunteered, you did the stuff, you got the thing, right? Mm -hmm. So you paid for your picture with The Rock and you get The Rock's assistant. Like, it'd be great to spend some time and have a conversation with The Rock's assistant. Yeah. What's the point of that picture, Micah? I totally agree. I mean, <laughs> shit. I've, I, I would, I mean, meeting some, that's like, I feel like in that kind of a situation, that's one step closer to that person, but it's not that person, you know? Yeah. And like, you. And I mean, if it's all for show anyway, nobody's going to have their feelings hurt. I don't think. But again, <laughs> about that transplant brain. Sometimes people just don't think how I think. <laughs> yeah, we all think a little bit differently, don't we? <laughs> I'm like, I feel like it's a blessing, and then I put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, everybody's uncomfortable. Shit, did I just say that? <laughs> Damn. That just came out of my mouth. Damn. <laughs> I do that sometimes. <laughs> um, like, I, I say it all the time. I was like, you can't, like, get mad at me for the shit that just comes out of my mouth because it flies out like word vomit. Like, I can't, I can't hold it back. It's just going to come out. So if I come off to be, like, bitchy, well, you did something. Well, I mean, I am reacting to my environment. <laughs> so what's a kick is I can shut it off for radio. I can, I can 100% never, I've never cursed on air. Um, sneezed on air. Never cursed on air. Um, knock on wood. But uh, if, if it's not like, if I'm not being responsible for something and I haven't like made an agreement that I won't do something, mm. that's when I curse excessively. But if the rules of my life say differently, I can shut it off, even not even noticeably. Wow. Um, and so that's part of the skill of the job. Good for you because I can't fucking do that. <laughs> so bad yeah. it's and my parents constantly tell me you curse too much and i'm just like fuck i know right <laughs> <laughs> no shit my mom always says oh, what is she uh <sighs> so my my like my biggest thing that i always say is i don't give a fuck you know and my mom she tries so hard not to curse so she likes to be per like bleep herself and i'm just like bitch you're like a hundred just say it like, that's it. Let it out. Say fuck. I think you're allowed now. But she... If not uh, now, then when, Mom? The, I know, right? Like, I'm not a child anymore. <laughs> I'm 30. Like, come on. Get over yourself. This is it. Um, going back to you saying that you kind of just moved to Arizona, like, yeah. kind of blinded, I guess you would say, because you didn't really ever see that. Um, but I think that's cool because, you know, a lot of people want to like go out and like, they like to the adventure of going to new places and stuff. And you just moved like you literally, left. you literally packed up and just, you know, but that's a journey. That's a, that's an adventure. That's something that's the, like, 
I envy, you know, because no, that's, that, that's that cool. Have enough money. That piece um, was very specific to my life at the time. Mm-hmm. Oregon has really high income taxes. And so uh, if you work and you have children, you always get a refund. So I was able to move with using that refund wow. and a settlement from a drunk driver that had hit me a couple years before. Wow. So it wasn't just that I bailed without money. Everything lined up in such a way that I had both my tax refund and that settlement come in. And I spent over 20, not just me, me and my partner spent um, just over $20,000 in the first two months here. We wow. had to stay in hotels because we couldn't find a rental. Oh, wow. So, like, without that cushion, it would have been a very different experience. Oh, definitely. That would have definitely been a little, yeah, that's scary. Um, CD ended up selling their Jeep, which was fine. Um, it was going to be part of the plan anyway. Mm-hmm. But that was the only thing that, like, got us through that next portion. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I couldn't do it without money. Um, I grew up on the on the poverty side of the line, on the poverty side of the poverty line. Um, <laughs> And um, I was witness to a lot of um, casual drugs, like weeds within lifestyles, not the kind of drugs that get you um, like taken to a foster family, yeah. but the kind of drugs where you are aware that crime is a part of normal life, Yeah. right? And then, um, so, so when other people do it, it's like, um, I'm trying to get clean and I'm leaving and I'm going to another town. Or... Um, I'm not trying to get clean and you're just going to like hitchhike and go. And I've seen people do this yeah. without money, but never in a way that was like by choice at the beginning, you weren't like evicted, forced out of somewhere, break up, whatever, or, um, ended well. Yeah. And like, that was nuts to see so many failures all around me and be like, okay, but if I don't do it a hundred percent right, what if A, B or C happens? Yeah. That wouldn't, that's. It's good that you have, like, a, a strong, you know, like, you know what's right and what's wrong, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that's good. It's also good. Well, um, maybe. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're, you, you're very, like, smart in that way because there are a lot of people that struggle on a daily um, with that. I don't. I mean, I know I struggle with, like, a lot of mental illness myself, you know, and but I never really turned to any of that stuff. Um, and what a blessing. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, not everybody's an addict, but it's it's hard to, to get to 30 yeah. without um, having run the risk. So, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I don't even really drink. Um, like, I know my family mostly, um, they, they do every day um a good portion of them where I am like I'll go months you know now that it's the summer like almost summertime for me my neighbors and I are outside barbecuing half the time we'll drink and we'll drink till 3 a.m sometimes but that then I'll go like weeks months yeah it's event based yeah you know so I mean I it's nice to have it occasionally I can't sit here and do it like that's my life yeah I can't my dad was an alcoholic and I wasn't given the gene to enjoy alcohol as a flavor like never in my life have I been like "Mm, a beer yeah um there are certain events that I live for drinking at Christmas parties yeah I want to it's fine (laughs) yes baby showers I'm gonna get trashed if you have alcohol in your baby shower that's my favorite 
bridal showers, bitch, bring me a weird sangria, also on the sangria front, a Mexican food restaurant any time of the day, I will drink the house sangria. That is amazing. So good. Uh, so good. And then, like, float in the river or what, whatever other daytime activities. And truly, that tells me that, like, I really only like drinking during the day. It's fine if it, like, leads into the night, but I won't go out at, like, 10 p.m., girl. No, no thank you. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> five o'clock somewhere like if i'm if i start drinking okay like cool uh, like sometimes we'll start drinking at like noon while we're setting everything up you know but i'll yeah. start i start off light i don't go to the heavy stuff until it gets light like later so like by like mm, eight nine o'clock it's tequila time you know yeah, like it, changes. Yeah. It, it goes it from drinking that, like, like those lame ass you know, wine coolers that are only 4% alcohol to the heavy shit where you're falling on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like it. 4% alcohol is going to get you through six hours. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's going to screw you up. Gonna... <laughs> okay, so I'm a sucker for... I know, Okay, I won't do the, the hard seltzers. I don't like soda water. I think it uh, rules. I totally agree, totally agree. I don't know why they're doing seltzers and beers and shit. It doesn't make sense to me. The Zima company is so mad. They just jumped on that boat too early. Zima is pissed. (laughs) (laughs) They they were just ahead of their time. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I just... Blackberry? Blackberry put everything out and, like, we didn't like it then. We like it now. I don't, I never even had that phone. The Blackberry oh. phones? Never even I had that phone. phone. I have, okay, so I have the iPhone 11. That's, that's my phone. Wild. Yeah, so, um, but I went from having, like, <laughs> nice. I went from, I like, like the, it takes on it. I haven't seen it since. the, you know, slide up keyboard ones. Yeah, the, 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 oh, okay. I have the Envies. Yeah, the LG. Well, oh, there was the there was an Envy. Um, do you remember oh, when the T-Mobile had the Sidekicks and like the things? And then the Lotus. Yeah. Yep. Lotus. But like, I loved when the phones came with tattoos. That was my favorite thing, where there was already a little pretty design on it. it oh, like yeah, definitely. That's <laughs> <laughs> do it again. <laughs> Man, I fought the I fought the move to smartphones. It was two thousand. 12, mm-hmm. 2013, before I got my first smartphone, because wow. I wanted a phone I could literally use in the shower. Flip phones did not get hurt the way smartphones got hurt back then. Um, but I also yeah. didn't mess with the internet. I didn't have any interests on the internet, mm-hmm. which was, um, so why would I need a smartphone? And my, my phone took pictures, and now looking back on the memories, they are the worst pictures, and I really should have gotten a better phone. I know, like, like, if you look at the pictures that we, remember, like, okay, back in the day, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna go get, like, one of those throwaway cameras, and then you have to, like, go, like, kids today are never gonna know how crappy those photos came out, or, oh, shit, I cut off my head taking the photo. You can't redo that. It's gone. That's it. (laughs) Where I grew up, if the photos even looked a little bit sexual, they would not give them to you. So if like, there was a waist-up photo where it looks like somebody's sitting on top of somebody else, they wouldn't give you the photo. No way! Because you were kids, and you weren't allowed to have that. Oh, like, hell well, no. I mean, 15 was a slutty year. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was such a good girl at 15. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, oh, well, I started, okay, I, oh, I think I drank my first beer when I was 16. That oh, was my, my rebel beer. phase. My was, first beer it was a Corona, and I... Mine was a Bud Light. It was disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. Like, if it was getting grown up, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and then, and then, uh... I was, so I was at, like, a party, and the kid actually got in trouble, because, like, apparently everybody drank all, everything, and, but oh. that's when I had my first taste of Smirnoff, and oh, hit, itself? yeah, and, oh. and then, um, Hypnotic. Ooh, Hypnotic, oh my god, if somebody throws that up, you can turn on a blacklight, it's nuts. Oh, shit. All good. I love learning new things. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad we got to do this. This is great. Um, definitely, definitely awesome. Um, so, what kind of like what? What's your biggest genre of music that you usually listen to? That I usually listen to. I yeah. I think I've done to about four. But the list is shorter if I tell you what I don't like. I don't like jazz. I don't like jazz either. Um, that shit I puts me to sleep. It's like low and in the background and it like, like until my cat purr stands up and I get like agitated. And I don't know what it is and I'm sorry. I wish I liked jazz, but I fucking hate it. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of covers. So songs redone by somebody else. Um, I find it fascinating how people see things differently. Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoy a lot of Taylor Swift's music um, as metal. I think that she just I think that she just doesn't do metal but they are they are frequently written in, frequently written in such a way it creates such incredible melodies yep. like shredding. Um, yep. <laughs> um, I believe uh, I Prevail I believe was the band that redid her song Blank Space yeah. and it was so good. It was so good. So oh, I, good. I had that downloaded at work. I wanted to use it for, in an ad, and it, there's, no, there's no products that you sell for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my best friend is a Taylor Swift fan. Um, she is huge on it. Now, I know that me and you were talking before about Bronnie, the, uh, the singer from the UK, that I am definitely going to have on this show next week sometime. She yeah. did... Uh, since we're talking about Taylor Swift, she did a cover of I one of... I that on, on, was that on YouTube or Spotify? I don't know. Yeah, and, and when I, when I saw that, I was like, okay. Like, so me personally, and I said this in another one of my, um, episodes, I am not a fan of Taylor Swift. She sues her fans. I. <laughs> Sorry. I, I can play all sides of this too. Let's do it. <laughs> um, I do. I do like some of her songs when she first came out. I do love that album. Um, and then I do like some of her songs, you know. But I, I mean, because I love music, I do have, a like a few of her albums on my playlist. Um, but I personally am just not. You know, like, I'm a Demi girl. Demi Lovato, for me, all the way. I prefer her music. Um, 
my main genre though is I like rock. So I listen to a lot of like Simple Plan and State Champs and you know Ice Nine Kills. You know I have a heart for the emo and I and I My have Chemical a heart Romance for butt rock. I'm such a sucker for butt rock. Like <laughs> and, and and like you're sorry, but like yeah, the nickelbacks on the playlist. Like I know. Um and Love then, Nickelback, okay? And like, Seen them in concert three times. And, 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 and I saw Hinder, and God, it, it moved my soul, and it wasn't even the same like lead singer. And and then they came out, because I was in a dinky little place, and then they came out and walked around the fucking fair with us, and it was just so cool. Mm. Also, I'm pretty sure that as we were all, and I do mean like the whole county, leaving this building, we were all singing along to a Journey song, which at the time felt really good, but looking back is, oh... Where those people? <laughs> like, it's fine. It's fine. Don't it's stop believing. My heritage. <laughs> Don't stop okay. believing. It's all good. Um, but yeah, so add in um, like rings of Saturn level metal, Cody Cambria metal. Like, I can get down on that. I love me some Iron Maiden. Anything that my dad rocked out to, I will go absolutely bonkers for it. I feel the exact same. I, I grew up, um, you know, both sides with my mom and my dad. Uh, so it was a lot of ACDC, Kiss, mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen on my dad's side. You know, my mom, it was Bon Jovi. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, my mom's obsession yeah. was him with him, like, was just, I mean, my mom saw him on a boardwalk and instead of going up to him and, like, having a conversation because he's a normal person, what does my mom do? Takes a picture of his ass because he was right in front of her. And I'm like, all right, ma. Respect. All right. <laughs> I mean, you got what you wanted out of the interaction. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I would have talked to him. I would have been like, hey, you're that guy. Now he makes his own I'm pasta sauce. <laughs> mom. Um, Yeah. Um, the artist that resonates with me the most, like Jimmy does with you, mm-hmm. is Kesha. Love now, her. Love her. The last two albums, I, I, they, apparently they didn't sell well enough to put on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I want to have them made on vinyl because I need to lay next to my record player and listen to, to Cowboy Blues. I need that. <laughs> I need that for my life and to be a happy and complete person. And they just, they, they, I guess that doesn't go on vinyl. And I go to Target, and I see all of the other stuff that gets put on vinyl, and I'm disappointed. I feel that. I feel that. I don't want that. And, like, I'm a fan of Billie Eilish, but I don't want her on vinyl. I'm a fan of Billie Eilish, too. I love her. Her um, poster is... I saw her in concert when she was still, like, a kid lit. And this kid is, this friend is a kid lit. She was, I watched her turn... 18 and 19. She hangs out with the adults like she's an adult because she's an adult. It's weird. Um, that was always to me, Billie. too. <laughs> but she got to see Billie Eilish like back in the first original tour and had a sweatshirt and um, it was the one with the shoulder pulled up, you know? Yeah. Um, she ended up losing the sweatshirt. Absolutely broke her heart. Um, but she's been a fan since they were kids watching YouTube and she was a YouTube star. And for, for that generation, watching their, their idols progress is, is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, and it was just a kick. And I got to see Panic at the Disco in 
concert here, and I got like back in the right wall and nosebleed. They're super duper cheap on Groupon, and there was a row of like 14 year olds in front of me, and it was really, it was really nice to, to like have a moment to bond with them, and also they turned around and were really like impressed when they did the melody from the entire first album and knew all of the words. They like, they're like, whoa, and I'm just like going so hard, and I skipped the opening band because my back can only take so much, and I was gonna go hard. I have I have a throwback. Um, I uh, one of my best friends, Christina. It was, uh, her birthday was coming up. This was a few years back, and me and the girl that she was friends with at the time, we were like, okay, let's surprise her. Let's do something crazy for her birthday. So, New Kids on the Block went on tour with Paul Abdul. And boys to men. And we bought the tickets, surprised her for her birthday, showed up at her house, gave her the tickets, and she goes, We're going! Oh my gosh, it was like the reaction you want from is the reaction we got. Like how you just acted, that's how she she was, oh my god, like and she's she's tiny. She's a tiny woman, you know, she's like four foot, like tiny, okay? I'm taller than she is. And, um, and it's, she, I love her. She's adorable. And she literally, I, I, I thought she was going to fall over because she was so excited. Um, but it was a great thing. And then, uh, we went to the concert. It was like, that's the summer of the following year because her birthday is in November. So that July uh, of the following year, we went, and she was excited, because Boys to Men was, like, her main group, um, and then the girl that came with us, Paula Abdul was her favorite, and I was the new kids on the block girl, I actually made my own shirt, I wrote their names on it, and some of their songs and everything, and I have a photo, so I'll send it to you, um, but I, uh, they, so, Christina ended up crying when Boys to Men was performing, I think, on Bended Knee. And then um, the other girl uh, cried when Paula sang, I forgot which song. And then I cried when New Kids on the Block performed one of the, my favorite songs. And I was just like, oh my gosh, why is this happening to me? <laughs> but it was uh, such an experience. And, you know, um, I... It was just um, amazing, you know. I got to see the joy on my best friend's face, you know. And that's something that I'll, I'll never, ever forget. Because that, like, I created that, you know. And if I can like make... the pinnacle of gift giving. Exactly. Like, if you can make... Like, if I can make you smile and, and make your day with just one little thing, you know. And that smile stays on your face for the rest of the day. I, I feel accomplished. Like, I did something good. And, and my, my friends are my life, like, I, I, I mean, I don't know if you really see me post, but I post so much about my friends and how much they mean to me, how much I love them, and I'm just grateful to have, like, a really good, you know, group of friends, um, and I like that we're all different, which is, yeah. which is really nice to have, you know, I think my best friend Summer is who I'm closest with, um, we have a lot in common. You know, but then I have, you know, my wrestling friends that I met through wrestling. I have my friends that I met from working and, 
You know, so it's nice to have that. And then the fact that they're all there. You know, like at my my party, you have all these different people who came together in that moment. And it was just like, wow, this is the first time I have all my friends in the same place and not all separated. So it was it was a really cool experience. I liked it. That's awesome. I hope you get to do that again in the future and create that again. It would be great. I'd love that. I would I would really love that cuz I mean, it's you know, it's a fun fun uh I love I love being around them. I mean, it's the I mean, I've I've had my fair share of bad relationships and you know, they they've always been there to to kind of lift me and I went through a lot of um bad shit. You know, my my first real relationship was horrible. And uh, I was abused on all different aspects, physically, mentally, emotionally. And you break your love now. Yep. It, it's been a little hard, especially trusting people. So <laughs> when you can, uh, you, you find those people that you can trust and you let them in, it's, it's nice to have that. Because, I, I mean, a lot I of people. That's the best part of being 30. Yeah. Is that you, you have the time to acquire those people mm-hmm. and build that around you. And it does take all the different experiences of having different jobs and of trying different hobbies. Yep. Um, but, like, when you hit 30, you've got a good set of folks, you know? Yeah, definitely. Especially, like, you know, a lot of people still, like, kind of have their friends from, like, high school or throughout their whole life. And I do have one friend um, that I've, been, I've known since elementary school. And, and Justin is literally one of the best guy friends I've I've ever had, you know, he's, he's stuck by me, and he's been great, um, but, you know, it's really hard, like, I, I get a lot, I get along with guys, but I have more girlfriends, I used to have more guy friends, but now I have more girlfriends, and, and that's because I don't trust guys sometimes. That's fair, um, schools and once they're in different schools 
and like people look at it weird, but that team level stuff has kept me from needing a lot of other support systems um, or leaning too heavily on them. I have a couple of friends from throughout my life. My Facebook is full of people, people that I care about, that I have memories with, that I've done kind things for, um, but I don't lean back on other people. It's just, right. It's not my style, um, but I move really fast and I go places and so it's really easy for people to be like, oh, she's over there doing that now. <laughs> You know? Yeah. And it's nobody's fault that they don't know that, like, I'm super sad this week. <laughs> Aww. But, um, yeah, my dad died in September, and I have just been an absolute mess. And how do you talk to somebody after five years of not talking to them? Because yeah. I moved to Arizona five years ago and be like, hey, I'm really sad you don't listen to me. <laughs> it's cool. I got around it. I got through it. It was fine. Um, but it was a problem that I had because I didn't foster intimate relationships back with people. Yeah. Um. Now, if I needed somewhere to stay, um, needed a ride from the airport, and wanted to have lunch, I, any one of these hundreds of people, I have that level of relationship with. Yeah. That level of trust. But, like, the emotional reciprocation isn't something that I seek to maintain with people. Yeah. Um, because I have, like, a core system that's right here. Right. Um, and, like, women are weirded out by it. Really? They're, yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I have extra partners. I look selfish. And I'm happy. And that just that sets somebody off. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, this, honestly, I feel like that's good. You know, like, in, for my, in my opinion, I think that's great. You have, you know, a good connection with these people. And you it know, it's, it's what's good for you and what is good for your babies, you know? For real. And that's the one thing that, um, Nobody talks smack. It's usually a snap judgment. But anybody who gets to know all of us, mm -hmm. you, you can see it is absolutely what is best for the kids. The level of support that they get. There's never a parent missing from student of the week assembly or mm -hmm. this sports thing, you know. And that's not something every kid gets. It's, that's for sure. It's such a privilege that yeah. they have groups of people who love them and attend these things. That's great. You know, and if I lived closer to, like, Central Oregon, that would get larger in the form of my best friend, Jamie. And Jamie has three babies. That's so many babies. Mm -hmm. I know I have two, but, like, you smack another one on there, and that is three babies. What? I have a brother and a sister, so. so many babies. <laughs> God. I have a brother and a sister, and my sister has two kids, so. Yeah, so when, when we get, like, oh, and, and my, my other best friend, Ashley, um, She's got one. She's got two, but we only get to hang out with the one because mm -hmm. um, they have. Ashley was the first team mom. She was 15, and I was number two, and I was wow. 16. And so in our high school, it was just it's like her and me. Now, okay, is this public information? I feel like I feel like it's fine. Our kids are now related because her kid's dad is married to my kid's aunt. And if that isn't some backwoods stuff, I don't know what is. <laughs> my, best friend, my best friend and I have kids who are cousins now. And I'm like, I love this. <laughs> Round of applause for kids. that. You know what? It, it is what it is. You know, I this is... Out, you know? That's the beauty of life, though. Because you have... Even though you go through your, your shitty moments, there's always going to be that beautiful... That beautiful moment that just... You gotta, you gotta work for it sometimes, though. Mm -hmm. We're always 
just start out beautiful. You really have to put in the effort, and that yeah. can be really hard for people, um, especially if you're fighting a mental illness. Yep. And you have to do things like set booby traps of happiness for yourself later. Yep. You know? Um, like sending yourself a package online. <laughs> like, like online, a... but you get it like a week later, and you're like, oh, thanks, me. <laughs> or like, thanks for the bag of dicks that you just sent me. Yes! Right? <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like setting alarm for three weeks in the future to, I don't know, pet the cat or whatever, whatever your thing is, or listen to an album or, you know, but like, but like try to, try to like sneak bomb yourself some happiness. Yeah. Um, and like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. But like, I maximize pleasure in all things. That's my goal in life. I try to see the positive side of life, you know, all the... Like, I always do the, the self-love and, and, you know, like, every morning, if, if even if I love like this, okay, my makeup's not done, my hair's messy, I'm still in my fucking pajamas, <laughs> you know, like, I don't care. I'll look in so my mirror, I'll look in my mirror and be like, stop, you look good. Like, <laughs> you look great today. <laughs> it's important. Um, I used to write stuff on my mirror. Yeah. Um, and lipstick or eyeliner and, and I have stickers on mine. That that was my, my self affirmation. Um but I am a cocky motherfucker. Me too. Um, I get I get like that. I'll just be like I get a little big in the head. Uh, you put on like a certain outfit and you'll be like, damn. Okay. I know I look good. Went to the mall and and I wore one of the uh my rompers that I had gotten off from uh guests and um this girl was in the bathroom, and she was like, I really love your outfit. You look gorgeous. And in my head, I just wanted to be like, yeah, I know, <laughs> right? But because I didn't know this girl, like, if she was my friend, I would have been like, yeah, I know. Absolutely. I know I do. I mean, my butt looks good and everything. Thank you. But um, I didn't know her, so I'm just like, don't say that. Just say thank you. <laughs> no, I should say it next time. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Just give somebody permission to also, like, love themselves that publicly. <laughs> this is you true. Know? This is very, very true. Just be like, yep. This is how you spread the love. Love yourself. <laughs> look in the mirror and tell yourself that you look good today. <laughs> well, we're no longer drunk in the bar bathroom helping our friends through their emotional troubles, so we've got to do it somehow. <laughs> Holding up their hair so they can vomit? Oh, no, 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 sis. No, no, <laughs> no, <not. laughs> I will come to you after you've washed your hands, dear. <laughs> washed your hands, brush your teeth, throw some mints in that bitch. That's it. And in the meantime, I'm going to learn everything I can about Jason, and I will rip him very specifically. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah, so. Wow, we've got... I've actually... I know, we've hit an hour. Do you want to... No, oh, no, or... girl, we're we're good. We're at 47 minutes. I'm great. All right. Yeah, I have I have I'm... no issues here. Not at all. I can for sure talk forever. I can, too. I can, too. <laughs> uh, but we have about, like, 15 minutes till my tum- time runs out, but I'm all for still bullshitting if you want to. I have no issues yeah. with that. I love bullshitting. It's my favorite. Um, yeah. So, when we... Um, Talk, started talking before um, I started to record. We, we uh, you had mentioned that you listened to the other episodes, so you almost cried listening to the one about Demi. Yeah. So my question is, did you watch her documentary? No, I did 
I wouldn't. Is it gonna hurt? It's gonna. It's. It, it was painful. It really was. Like, um, it. You know, listening. Like, I actually listened back to that episode, and uh, I cried the whole time listening yeah. to it because you can hear it in my voice as I'm trying to talk about her. Like, I'm all choked up. I can't. My best friends like, don't cry because if you cry, I'm gonna cry, and I'm just like, I can't. I cannot not. We hung up. I, I, like, I wish we had a blooper part, of, like, <laughs> because after we hung up, so, like, at the end of the episode, you hear me laughing and making jokes and playing, like, I played, um, I, I downloaded a soundboard to my iPad, so I started playing, like, frogs and, like, chipmunks and stuff like that, making noises, and then I had said, oh, did you know she's dating Noah, Noah Cyrus, and then... Me and Summer got quiet, and all you hear are crickets in the background. <laughs> so we're laughing, and the second I hit, I, I hit stop, and we weren't recording anymore, me and her still continue laughing, and then I was like, I seriously almost cried. And then we both kind of got emotional, but we're, I was like, we have to stop. We have to make this funny. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't, you know? Like, she had been through a lot. Um, we both have... Uh, she got out of a really shitty relationship, um, and now I just want to murder the guy a little bit, but that's okay. Um, hey, hey, keep in mind, bad people screw up their own lives. You can just wait. It'll happen. Oh, yeah. Karma. Bad choices. Karma. He definitely downgraded from where he was, I'll tell you that much, because, like, Oof. he, she, she, she's gorgeous. I, I mean, my best friend is absolutely gorgeous, and then you have... The, girl he left her for is just oh honey no absolutely you know not. sometimes we are too much work for people and they need to get somebody who's maybe takes less work mm. and like yeah it takes a lot of work but like i don't want somebody to hang around if they're not willing to put in the hours yeah and they are hours my friend absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> definitely <laughs> But I tell her all the time, you know, there'll be somebody. And we make we make jokes all the time because uh, I am a out and proud bisexual woman. And me and her make jokes all the time. I'm like, I'm going to find you a girl. She's going to date a girl. We're going to find you a hot girl. <laughs> well, those are really easy to find. Yes. Hot girls now, getting them that are um, also available at different, different Yeah. But... But the hot girls, they are everywhere. They are. And, you know, it is coming up on Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> so true. Grab so your true. sunscreen. Yeah. Out of here. Well, last last summer, uh, I was at the beach with my friend Jen, and there was a girl who was a little bit, uh, like, she was close, but not too close. And I was like, thank God for sunglasses, because she had one of those thong bikinis on, and I'm just like, she had a nice, she had a nice booty. So my sunglasses, I got to look. <laughs> she didn't catch me staring at her. I don't know if she would have minded. I feel like if you're wearing something like that, you want them to stare. Also, maybe, maybe I am looking at that and considering maybe I will purchase a thong bikini. You don't know where my motives are. Do it. Know, Do it, girl. Outside. No, God, I wasn't serious. I'm looking at a butt. <laughs> I don't want that for me. <laughs> 
out that you're actually Quagmire. <laughs> giggity, giggity. <laughs> oh my gosh, my dad's obsessed with that show. Uh, uh, every time I walk out into the living room, he's like watching Family Guy. And I'm just like, can't. I dated a guy like that once. It's <laughs> a learning experience. And now I know all the jokes. <laughs> what is your least favorite Family Guy joke? I don't know. Mine is the bird is the word joke. Bird, bird, bird. Hate it, hate it, hate it. I know, I get it. I literally can't. That, oh, I can't. I can't. Uh, Drive me crazy. I do not have the same reaction to peanut butter jelly time, though. That one's fine. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Where you at? Where you at? Yeah. I am, uh, okay. Here we go. Before we go, let's do, before we wrap this up, yes, let's, let's, let's do this. Since we are the same age, we grew up with the same cartoons, right? Okay. Top five favorite cartoons. Like, I have growing up. I noticed. And I love that you have tattoos. So high Thanks five, sis. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Transformers. Uh, super big fan of Captain Planet. Um, Scooby-Doo all day. Speed Racer. Okay. Um, Thundercats. Okay. Oh, Fox Sailor Moon. <laughs> I don't know. This one's hard. I really like the Powerpuff Girls. I'm... I like I I, I love Powerpuff Girls and and <laughs> Johnny Bravo Powerpuff Girls Johnny Bravo Cat Dog Hey Arnold Oh my kids are watching Cat Dog right now No way It's on Paramount Plus and I'm like kids come around the fire Danny Phantom <laughs> was definitely one of my favorites <laughs> That's on that's on the uh, Paramount Plus too Yay um, well, we've been watching Next and, um, what's the other one? Parental Control with my... Oh, my goodness. My 14-year-old is so offended at the, the behavior of these people. She is not okay with this. She's like, I would never date somebody who talked to my parents like that. And I'm like... Seriously. Baby. The the <laughs> e- The episodes of, like, of, like Next, right... Where yes. as soon as they come off the bus and the guy'd be like, No, next. Oh. Like he wouldn't even give her a chance. He'd give her like five minutes to walk away with five dollars and made his money on the bus. Yes. Like you would do it immediately, you are a bad person. Seriously. Not anymore. Definitely not. <laughs> like mm mm. Guys are so judgmental with a female and the way they look. Yeah. But I yeah, they were nobody was good in that show. There are no heroes. They are all villains. Agreed. Although my child's also and parental control. And so am I. I still dress like that a little bit, but uh. like without the midriff showing. <laughs> Seriously, I'm a high waisted jeans girl. <laughs> I like high waisted jeans. There's nothing wrong with that. They're good. I look phenomenal in them. You wear what you look best in. I agree. Right now, I look good in rompers. Yes. I mean, you have to pee naked. <laughs> the whole thing has to come up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably fine if you're sober. 
true. Props <laughs> to the robber girl. <laughs> yes, that's me. Um, yeah, they're expensive where I shop, so, you know, it is what it is. But thank you again for chatting and doing this. I, I had fun. Absolutely, thanks for having me. Of uh, course. I hope we achieved what we were looking for. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that whoever listens to this is going to be like, okay, this is funny. It definitely went all over the place. They talked about music. We talked about, I mean, I we didn't really talk about your tattoos much, but we did yeah. high five to having yeah. tattoos. We got, yeah, oh man, I just have a lot of facts. You know a lot of personal things about my life. Congratulations, listener. You've gotten to know me on a deep, deep level. Well, I mean, I appreciate that you, you know, talk to me about it, too. You know, like, uh, it's it's hard to, you know, meet somebody, like, on the Internet and then have this kind of conversation. So, it's great. Um, there are, you know, people that need to hear certain things, you know, and, and I think that especially people who suffer from depression or people that just need a, a boost, you know, in their life and just be like, anything is possible. I mean, you can up and move your whole entire life to some new state and, and just... a bunch of awards that you didn't anticipate. There you go. Somebody and, thought that you weren't something before. That was one of the things about moving is I could re-ide- re-identify myself. And now, y'all don't even know that other house. There you go. <laughs> you know, you're... You, you live and you learn. <laughs> but well, thanks I, for having me. I enjoyed this, and uh, maybe I'll see you again sometime. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.